All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. We continue on to Sports Leader TSN 1260. Jason Greger. Jason Strudwick, Connor Halloway with you. The Gregor Show is always presented by PlayAlberta.ca. Uh, we'll get to the uh, Tuesday edition of Help Me Understand, listener edition, where you can text in your questions. Just start it with Help Me Understand. Anything sports-related. we got a few doozies. Uh, we'll get to those coming up in a second. So uh, anything that you need uh, help understanding, we'll, we'll get to that. We always have a lot of fun with those on uh, on Tuesdays. Uh, a few other uh, quick texts to get to at uh, 10, 1260. Hey, guys, uh, what did you think of the refing? How much did it impact the game last night? Struds? Yeah, there's a couple missed calls, but I think that, you know, I, I've watched all the playoffs. Everyone thinks that there's missed calls. and um, When you're a player on the team you or playing in the game, you have to understand what the refs are and aren't calling, and you've got to get involved in it. And I'm going to give an example. Uh, the Marshall's second goal, uh, behind the net, Yemo clearly gets hit by a high stick. There, there's no doubt about it. Eichel hits him. He's checking his teeth and all that. Meanwhile, Eichel bursts up the ice and creates a goal for, for his team. We don't care about your teeth. Figure it out. Get up the ice and, 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 and go. Either change or, or get back on the on the ice. And you see this not just with, with Yamamoto, but you see it with all these guys. And I get it. You want to make sure your teeth is good or whatever, or your teeth are nice or whatever you got cut. Just play, man. Get up and play. No one cares. The game doesn't care. Get up and get back there and back checking. If you don't get the call, you got to play that can never happen. Yeah, I um, I know some people. That, I'll say this. Okay, so let's just say they missed a call on Yamamoto. Okay, um, Drysaddle missed a shot and he hit the goalpost. Right, it happens in a game. Right, if if he if he makes the shot, he scores. Right, if the ref calls the penalty, Vegas doesn't score. Okay, I understand it, and it's one one, not two to one. But I don't believe that because. That because even if you're down two to one instead of one one, do you, do you come out in the second period that much more energized because it's only one one? 
I, I don't think so. The owner's second period was atrocious. So, yes, missed call on Yamamoto. I don't believe it impacted the game nearly as much. Um, when it was uh, was four to one, they missed a clear they missed a clear call on Nugent Hopkins. Right, he high sticked the Vegas guy, no penalty. Different time of the game. I I'm just not one. Uh, you know, it's funny, and I talked to to Ryan McLeod uh, about it today. And Ryan McLeod goes, he goes, the refs are not out there trying to have one team lose over the other. Mistakes happen. He goes, usually over the course of time. It evens out. You have a choice as a player. You can either focus on it because it's something you can't control, or you just play well and hope that, guess what, things will even out. And, you know, Edmonton, so maybe they have a call coming to them later on in the series at a crucial time. You don't know. I don't know. Maybe they don't. But the refs, if I look at the five biggest issues for the Oilers' loss last night, the refs weren't in the top five. So to me, they're a non-factor. They're a non-factor in the game. That's how, that's how I yeah. look at, uh, for me. You let the players off the hook. You're, you're, you're giving an excuse. I don't believe that's an excuse that uh, they they earned last night. Let's get to uh, help me understand now. Brought to you by Elite Promotional Marketing. You want uh, Jersey Cresting? Oh, top of the line. You want to get? Uh, you have a golf tournament. You need golf apparel. They'll do it all. Trophies, shirts, everything customized for your company logo. They'll do it all. Top shelf at ElitePromoMarketing.com. I don't understand it. I don't understand it at all. I'm afraid I don't understand. Understand? Do you? I don't understand. What? Uh, Help me understand. It's too technical for a layman to understand. I really like this first question. Guys, help me understand why they still say last minute in the period. Seems archaic to me. Why? Why? What's what's the difference? Well, I think that's the point. So if he didn't say it, Strider, you played the game. You guys, you guys are looking up at the clock all the time. If they don't announce it's the last minute of the game, last minute of the period, do you think it changes how you play? So who's are they? Not, are they frustrated with the announcer saying it? Or yeah, he's just saying, saying no. He's just asking. Help me understand why they still say it. Is it necessary? Well, I don't think it affects like, the players one way or another. Well, I know because you don't say last minute of play in basketball, last minute of play in football. You don't hear it. So, but different sports, right? Those sport, those like basketball, last minute takes thirty minutes to play, right? And and football is stop and start. So the time, yeah, I mean, they'll go they'll down to like two minute warning or whatever. Maybe that's their last minute is two minute warning. I don't know. I don't think it really because the players don't hear it. They're they're on the ice. Okay, so so if the hey, so if the players don't hear it, what's the purpose of it for the crowd? Yeah, the crowd. Let's say I'm in the kitchen and I'm, I'm making something up. Oh, last minute to play. Okay, thanks. No, 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 no. Because if you're in the kitchen, Strutty, rarely do you hear it on TV. The TV announcer doesn't do it. It's only the in-house. Oh, you're saying the it. so he's upset about the rink announcer saying it. He's not upset. He's just saying, "Help me understand. Is it still necessary?" Well, do they say it? Does every rink say it? I've never even noticed yes. that. Yes. Yes, well, you, yes, they that. say it all the time. What, in Edmonton, they have, Al, what time is it? And then Al, uh, you know, the in-house announcer will be like, one really? minute to go in the period. Yes. Oh, I've never even, I've never even noticed it. Yeah, I don't even. I, to be honest, I, I really don't listen, like, uh, to the, I just watch. Like, I, whether I'm at the game or watching on TV, I don't really listen to either. So, <laughs> I, I guess it really doesn't matter. I, I just found it interesting. I found it interesting. <laughs> 
But, uh, hey, why do they still say it? It's a fair question. Because you're right. I, I, I love your response. The players don't hear it. So does it is it necessary? Um, does every ring do it? Yeah, every NHL ring. I, I Did you play in the it. NHL? I don't think I ever noticed it. I At least yeah. – I never, you know what I used to love? I used to notice the kiss cam. You used to love the kiss cam, man. I used to love that thing. Yeah, well, did, wasn't it you and your teammates on it once? Yeah, one time, yeah. But I, that's, so that I know. That I recognize. But the last minute to play, I, I can't tell you. I'm, I'm sure I did it here and I probably noticed it, but it's been a while. But I never even, never thought about it. Never, I, I don't even, I can't believe they said I'll have to notice next time. Last minute, to, does he say it every period or just the third? Every period. Really? Like, that blows me away. Like, I can't believe this. <laughs> like, how many games? It? You sat in the press box for how many games and you yeah. never noticed that? Never noticed, yeah. yeah. Oh, my goodness. That is a, that is unbelievable uh, to be. Yeah. That's, Unreal. That's, I'm blown away. Uh, Did you notice it, Connor? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Last Did minute of play it? in the first oh, period. Exactly. <laughs> oh, maybe, my gosh. Maybe, I, maybe I just ignore oh. it. Oh, oh, so <laughs> classic. Struddy, help me understand how a player can't get up or show up for a highly emotional game like last two. Round two playoffs, first game at home. Lay an egg. Hmm. Yeah, that it's a surprise. Um, I, I Maybe the other team just found another level, right? They, it, they, they raised it up to another level. So I, mean, I think we'll find out. This, this team has showed up for big games before. It's not like this is, and with all due respect to Leafs fans, it's not like they're getting you know caved in three games in a row. They, they only won one series in, while this, their core has been together. This team is as, you know, when we look back to the series last, last year against L.A., even Calgary, all that stuff, I think that it just, you kind of get there and you find a way to raise up. So I think this team will rise up again tomorrow. Then it becomes a, a, a game three. Right, because you could say the same thing with Vegas. What happened in Game Two? Now they came up in Game Three and had a good game. I'd expect Oilers have a good game in Grade Four. Oh, you'd hope so. I would. Uh, I would for sure believe that. Guys, help us understand why they keep going with Creed Tuesday. Because oh, I think some people like it, and those who don't still listen. It's kind of a genius thing. If everybody likes your show, as Ron Durda told me once, you don't have a good show. So. The fact that they're sticking with Creed Tuesday and you're still listening, they're kind of winning. So, well, it's a veteran move. They, you know, they, they know, their, uh, they know their, their bits on the morning show. They know the bits. Whether you like them or hate them, you know them, which is, uh, which is important. Gregor, help me understand how I can win the trip to Croatia. Thanks, Dan. <laughs> Well, <laughs> well, Dad, just so you know, it's not rigged. And uh, we'll do it on Positive Friday because who doesn't want a positive? What's more positive than one of our listeners winning the trip to Croatia this Friday? It's going to be unbelievable. It's a trip for two. It's worth $14,000. And uh, most of the entries I paid, there's a few people that bought multiple, but I think this year there was like, I think I, I counted there was 93. Two different people who, who entered, and um, uh, there's a few people with two, and uh, one person actually bought five entries. That's it. But uh, everybody else had a solo. So the odds are, it's like a ninety-two percent chance that uh, somebody who purchased one is going to win. So we will do it Friday, and uh, every break we eliminate ten people. Reverse draw. Last name in wins. 
And unlike the NHL draft lottery, we do draw the second name first. It's kind of a gut punch. I get it. But to me, it's how life is. Sometimes you win. Sometimes you lose. Hey, Struddy, do you know that they announce goals and assists, too, from Danny T? Yeah, and penalties. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think so for that. And I'm taking some heat over that. But that that's important information. I don't need to know. Like, I... I always talk about there's an internal clock, <clears throat> so I kind of get a sense how much time's left, and I, you kind of know what's up to based on how long you've been there. And I, don't, I just don't think – I mean, I'm sure I, I guess I must have noticed it, but I just – it doesn't impact me at all. I've got two eyes. I Honestly, the more I think about it, I think it's the the, um, the internal guy just trying to get some air time, right? Like, I, I just don't see how it has any impact on the game. Connor, this one you're going to answer first, Okay. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Gregor, help me understand. Who has better or more hair, Struds or Rashog? Mm. Well, a tough are one. we talking like percentage of their head covered or? Well, yeah. Better or more? Strutty, like who has better slash more hair? Struddy's is longer. So if we were to like take it all off and by a uh, square no. inch, I think Struddy would have more, but I think Rashog's head is more covered. And I well, think Str- Rashog has better hair because he goes on TV and takes care of it more. Struddy, you could get it cut every once in a while. Yeah, no, I, I would I would say, like, it's interesting. Like, Struddy has the power alleys going on where uh, Rashog is starting to get kind of the circle. Right? It's got, like, the Reese's Pieces cup. It started like one of those really small little ones. And it's still slowly starting to grow. Uh, Jack Michaels took the photo up above the, earlier this year. and Oh, God, we were dying laughing. Rashog was rattled. But I will say uh, today, Rashog has more hair. Um, talk to me in a few years, though. This is a good race. This is a really good race. I think it's a battle. Because it's, it's, it's a race where they're coming at it from different positions. Hey, Strutty? Yeah, like mine, mine is different. Mine, my recession has stopped. Where Shogger's more <laughs> snow on the rooftop melting, right? And so it's not always the same. And I say that with kindness. <laughs> Yours is like the tide, Strutty. Oh. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I, it's solely there's a bit of recession hey, there. Those I, are your I'm words, not... not mine. You said that once. No, it's true. And I, but I'm happy. Like I, I've, I'm almost fifty. And I've still got a pretty decent hair on my head. Right? I see these other guys fighting it, you know, combing it over, dyeing it, all this stuff. I'm pretty content with where I'm at. I like it. Quick break. We'll come back. Dave McCarthy will join us now. It's Sports Center TSN 12. I'm still stunned that today, Strutty on the show learned that every arena announces one minute, final minute of the first period. Oh, God, that's I awesome. Can, it, I sure it must have hurt, but I, I just, it seems like a useless detail. <laughs> I can't believe, I know. That, I, know that's, I think that's his point. You're agreeing with him. He's saying it's useless. It doesn't really do anything. You don't even notice it. Definitely the players don't notice it. So if the players don't notice it, what's the point? I think it's a fair question. We'll return on the Greg Show presented by PlayAlberta.ca. Continue on with the sports leader, TSN 1260. to get to the playoff report brought to you by Tenacore. If uh, you are looking for anything fire-related right now, and unfortunately there's a lot of people, uh, no better place to get it. That And Tenacore, you need hoses. They got bigger ones now because, hey, the more water you can put on a fire, the quicker uh, you can get rid of it. Check it all out at Tenacore.com. 
com. Jason Greger, Jason Strudwick, as we welcome in uh, Dave McCarthy from uh, Sirius XM, who was uh, up late doing ice caps last night and uh, two games tonight, uh, two series. It's been a crazy second round. Um, uh, Carolina, New Jersey taking the over with uh, four shorthanded goals in a game. Vegas pounding Jake Ottinger two out of three games. What's going on, Dave? Well, it's been entertaining, to say the very least. I have to say I found it fascinating to see how it's played out. I, I did not see New Jersey dropping an eighth spot on Carolina in Game 3. As sure as hell can tell you that. Um, but but credit to this Devils team. They, they've been really fascinating to watch. Because coming into the playoffs, I thought, you know what, young team, very little playoff experience, at least from the, the guys that are, are the core of the team, right? The the Jack Hughes, the Jesper Bratz. I know he played in 2018, but that might as well have been a lifetime ago. Nico Heischer, same situation. Um, you know, these, these are guys with not a lot of, of playoff acumen. Um, but they came in and didn't seem to get phased after they got pumped by the Rangers in the first two games of the first round, came back, beat the Rangers, were, got better as the series went on, which is always an encouraging sign from my standpoint. And they handled Game 7 like a bunch of wily veterans, beating them 4 nothing against a team that was comprised of a bunch of wily veterans. Um, you know, and, and then obviously the first two games against Carolina didn't go all that good, but and then they came out at home, played unbelievably well, made it a series, and and now we'll see if they're able to even it up uh, tonight here in, in game four, which is in stark contrast, for instance, to what we've seen from the local hockey team in my neck of the woods, where um, all of the goodwill that Toronto built up after finally pushing through and beating Tampa Bay um, in a game in game three in which they had to win to avoid going down 3-0, which is essentially season over. It, all, it has been every single time but four in the history of hockey uh, when a team's found themselves in that position. Their best players were, were complete no-shows, which to me was, was staggering to see. So I think it just goes to show you, fellas, that you got to watch the games every single night because you really can't say – um, how it's going to play out? Yeah, that's that's the truth. That's for sure. What about the Toronto Maple Leafs? You know, they're, I'm, I'm assuming that the big guns are taking some heat over there from uh, from media and fans alike. You know, just to get a win, what, what do the Leafs have to change just to get a get a win? Well, a number of things. Firstly, I think it's absolutely fair that they're they're taking heat. Like, why shouldn't they be? They're being paid. All of the money, all of the money, Matthews, Marner, Nylander. Um, they didn't commit eight years. So they got literally everything they wanted and more. And then at the most important time of year, they no-show. It was, it was befuddling to see. Like, I, I don't know if this is too harsh. I hope it's not. But, but my word, Mitch Marner in game three? He, he looked like a guy who'd been called up from the American League and was getting an audition on that top line. Like, he really did. He never commanded the play. He was turning the puck over for fun. That's not nearly good enough at this time of the year when, when everyone else seems to find an ability to raise their game a little bit extra. Find something, right? The Seattle Kraken responded to Dallas. 
in game three. They played great. Um, but but Toronto was, was just complete no-show. And then I, I really don't think they, they handled themselves all that well after the game. Austin Matthews saying sometimes they go in, sometimes they don't. Like, like what is that? To me, that's a... That's a mid-January comment when you've gone four games without scoring. Like, you're being paid that kind of money. And not to hold a guy's salary over him, but in a salary cap world, um, it, it, it can't be overlooked. Um, so at this time of the year, you have got to find a way to make them go in. Like 29 in your neck of the woods, who scores two goals a game for fun. Obviously, they weren't very good last night, but... I've got confidence that Edmonton's going to rebound in game four. I don't know if Toronto's going to win on Wednesday and avoid getting swept. So what do they have to do? Strutty, their, their best players have got to turn up. Not to be cliched, but, but that really is the answer right now because your depth scoring can only take you so far. David Camp and Sam Lafferty were their best players in game three. That's, that's good, but that's also bad. Your depth scoring can only take you as far as your big boys um, can carry you. And you look at Tampa Bay, their years they went to the Cup. We talk about Coleman and Goudreau and you know, all these guys that they brought in that made impacts. Why did it matter at the end of the day? Because Nikita Kucherov and Braden Point scored every night. Every night. Um, this year with Edmonton, so far, by and large, last night notwithstanding, I know, but Leon Dreisaitl, Connor McDavid, they've scored just about every night. And then, and then you look down the lineup for the, the contributions that, that, that help you out. Matthews and Martyr have got to show up. Simple bottom line, end of story. If they don't, it's all over with. So, you know, I, if you're looking for something more complex than that, I can't offer it to you because, because that really is the answer. Their best players have got to show up um, when it matters most, and they did not do so in Game 3. Dave, uh, you know, you had an unbelievable breakdown, but just it's the soothing melodies of the birds in the background that's just really uh, uh, that's really putting yeah. it over the top right now. I'm, you know uh, how it is, right? Oh, buddy, I just it's like you're in a sanctuary or something over there. It's fan. This is my happy place. This is where I go to to. It's like uh, you know George Costanza's father in Seinfeld, Serenity Now. Like this is where I go <laughs> to achieve that. So that I don't get worked up because I'm not a fan. But let's just be frank here. The longer the Leafs go, the better it does for me. I'm really rooting for me here. So you got to find a way to achieve some zen. Um, you look at at the uh, the draft lottery last night. Um, Connor Bedard to Chicago. Uh, Strads and I were talking just from a purely hockey standpoint. Mm-hmm. That's the worst place. Like, there's no team that has less talent on it right now than Chicago. They've gotten rid of all of their talent. It's it's going to be a few rough years, I think, for Young Bedard. Now, it's, hey, Crosby didn't make the playoffs the first year. McDavid didn't make the playoffs the first year. Matthews didn't make the playoffs. McKinnon didn't make Like, very few number one picks make the playoffs. I'm trying to think, who was the last number one pick overall well, to make the playoffs his first year? I, I'd have to go well, back. There's got to be some. I can't remember. Well, I know but. the answer. Who? I know the answer. I'll correct you on that. Matthews made the playoffs his first year, right? In and 16? He got drafted. He got drafted in the summer oh, yeah, 16, right. Leafs 16, made the playoffs 17. in 17. So, hey, they've got that. They make the playoffs every year, but once they get there, they stop asking questions because it's no good. <laughs> um, but, look, no, I'm, a, I'm with you on Chicago. Um, that was That's not ideal for Connor Bedard. They're, you look at their NHL roster for next year, um, 
they've got nobody of note really under contract. So Seth Jones, Tyler Johnson, but like there's not a lot happening there. Um, they've got some prospects in their system that, that are well thought of. Um, Paul Ludwinski, a centerman uh, out, of, uh, out of Kingston, I believe, last year they drafted him, projects to be a good sort of two, three center. Um, so could, could be a guy that slots in behind Connor Bedard down the road. Um, Kevin Korczynski, uh, a defenseman who, um, in speaking to some, some, his junior coach last year, said that if you're looking for a guy to, to deliver the type of skill set that Kale McCarr um, is capable of doing so, I'd bet on, on Kevin Korczynski. Now, he said, I'm not comparing him to Kale McCarr, but he's got that level of, of, of ability, that level of skill. We'll see how it translates, but that's sort of his skill set, a, a dynamic skater who can lug the puck up the ice uh, and jump into the rush. So they got, they got some pieces, but... Yeah, but none of them man, are proven like, NHLers. Is my no, point. no, exactly, 100%, 100%. Um, so you're not going to drop Bedard in, and then he's going to go. You're going to go from a team that just doesn't have quite enough to, you know, now he's in the mix and you, you take off like Columbus, I think would have been, where you've got a real pretty like a pretty good structure in place with with Patrick Laine and Boone Jenner, Johnny Gaudreau up front. You've got Zach Wierenski on the back end. Like Jake Bean's pretty good player back there. He's getting better. You add Connor Bedard into the mix, it's like, okay, maybe that's the, the catalyst that makes our team um, at least put themselves back in the mix for a playoff spot. That's not happening in, in Chicago this year. And it'll be really interesting to see now how Kyle Davidson operates um, in the off season because, because certainly I think Bedard's presence will, will make Chicago, if it's not already, a like good city and all that, a destination for free agents. Um, if they go out and, and, and hunt aggressively in free agency or if they just sort of let it cook for a year to, to see what they have, um, sort of gain some information on, on some of their prospects, if they push through, if they can handle it at the NHL level, um, and then maybe a year from now go out and attack. But I, I do think if it's not this summer, certainly next summer, uh, Bedard's presence will make it uh, all the more intriguing um, for free agents. I'll, I'll throw this at you guys. Patrick Kane is not hunting for a Stanley Cup. He's got three of them. More than, you know, two more than most, put it that way. Three more than, than just about everybody as well. He's not hunting for, for a Stanley Cup. He loves Chicago. Any chance you think he goes back now? Uh, well, he'd be a good mentor for him. There's, there's no question about that as, as a lead player. Um, yeah, I've, I honestly have no idea. Um, it sounded like Chicago and New York were the places that he wanted to go, and obviously it didn't go very well. But the thing about Kane is everybody knows he needs hip surgery. So, Yeah. Yeah, well, exactly. We don't know his status for next year, and that's the wrench in the whole situation. Davey, uh, one last one for you. When um, – Let's say Toronto, like, let's be honest here. There's there's like a 2% chance of them coming back and winning four straight. The way Florida's playing, I don't see it happening. So what change, what's the number one change that has to happen in Toronto in the offseason? Well, I, I don't think you can stop at one, to be honest with you. I, I think it's going to be two. I, I think if if they get swept or even if they lose, you know, meekly in five games, I don't see how Sheldon Keith survives it he's been here for four playoffs he will have won one round 
I mean, you you look at you look at how short the shelf life is on on coaches nowadays. Um, to to give him another year, find somebody who loves you the way Leafs management loves him. If they do, right? Because that's just that's just not nearly good enough with the roster. I'm not saying it's entirely his fault. I don't think it is. But you know, you wonder. Okay, is a different voice needed here uh, to find a way to get this team? over over the next hurdle because there's something amiss um and then really the only thing that hasn't been touched um with this team is is the core um the core has been here marner nylander matthews you know filter Tavares in and that he's been here since since 18 um morgan riley um that's the only thing that really hasn't been touched they've they've added more skill guys they've brought in you know, wily old vets like Marlow and Thornton. Um, they've gone down the road. They went this year, bringing in some some different type of players with with the O'Reillys and the the Lafferties and uh, the Acharis and the Luke Shens to add some bite. Like oh, they've tried just about every every course of action here. And and what is becoming clear again is when it matters most, the core can't score. You look back, 18, 19 uh, against Boston, against Columbus, against Montreal, um, against Tampa Bay last last year, um, when when the Leafs had a chance to push through and eliminate an opponent in an elimination game, the core couldn't score, and 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 now we're in a position where the Leafs have never been in this in this circumstance. They've never had an issue getting to a game seven. They've always been in the series, but you know when the marbles are down at, at that point, they dry up. They're getting they're getting caved in by Florida right now, and the core is nowhere to be seen. So you know at this point, I don't know how you come back with the same core. I, I really don't without making some level of of significant transaction to move one or two of those guys out. Because you know it shocked me the other day when I was looking at the ages of some of these guys, like. Marner, he's he's going to be 27 next year. Nylander's going to be 28. Like these guys, they're they're not 22 anymore. So how many more examples do you need to see before you decide like there's just some element of this mix that for whatever reason does not work in the playoffs to to not have to change it? Like to me, it looks a lot like the Raptors, right? Um, where you had Demar and you had Kyle, and every year they were a good team during the regular year, and then. As soon as the ball tipped off in game one of the playoffs, they were nowhere to be found. Like, just not nearly the same team. And you wonder, you have to make a decision that you may not want to make, but just have to because um, the evidence is continuing to pile up that they're unable to get it done when it matters most. So I think the coach and I think um, one of the core is probably uh, uh, looking elsewhere, employed elsewhere this time next year. Dave, you should make a T-shirt. The core can't score. Boom. That would be a marketing crusher right now. It would kill it. So they're, they're going to be showing the door. Oh, oh. The core oh. can't score. Show them the door. Strutty. Yeah. We're Strutty, gonna you guys are poets. Here. Poets and you didn't know it. <laughs> Poet laureates of Canada. Yes. I love it. Dave, I love it. Have yourself a great day. Enjoy the birds. We will let you out with you See next It's uh, Dave McCarthy from uh, SiriusXM. Uh, Strutty and Dave. Combining his poets. I love it. Uh, quick break. We'll come back with five questions on The Gregor Show presented by Play Alberta.
Welcome back to the Gregor Show, presented by PlayAlberta.ca. Struds and Connor, along for the ride. Hope you're having a great day. Maybe you've calmed down after a disappointing loss for your beloved Oilers last night. Uh, they have uh, picked themselves up off the canvas and uh, are ready to go for tomorrow. Had uh, short but uh, spirited practice today, uh, working a lot on uh, two-on-twos, cycling the puck down low. Let's get to five questions now, brought to you by The Brick. The tents are up and the prices are going down. It's The Brick's annual tent sale. Take up to 60% off the original price on clearance items on the tent. Find items like below-cost clearance items, televisions, as-is furniture, and more. Go to The Brick Store and TheBrick.com to experience the savings. It's time for five questions on the Jason Greger Show. All right, guys, probably not a simple answer here, but what was the biggest reason the Oilers lost last night in the fashion that they did? Oh, it's simple, buddy. I got to figure it out. They got to defend uh, off the rush way better. You know, four goals, one taken away, so we'll say three goals, but four across the line. Uh, just kind of poorly played rush chances for Vegas. And I think that Vegas is known that they like to score off the rush or to, to get chances off the rush, like the four checks. So I think that is. It's harder to control the forward check. You can definitely help off the rush. Well, clearly, Connor is the refs. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I, I, you know, I'm not going to go with struts because I think that's a very good answer. But I, I'm going to say, to me, the orders they they spent way too much time in their own zone defending the cycle. And I know that that didn't lead to goals, but it, it basically just led to them having long stretches where nothing was happening for them offensively, and uh, they just kept getting tired out. So Edmonton needs to have the puck more. They were in chase mode far too often last night. Question two. After being pulled for the second time in the playoffs, do you think the Oilers should consider giving Jack Campbell a start, or are you going back to Skinner? No, oh, I'm going back to Stuart Skinner. It's not even a hesitation for me. Uh, same as me. Same as me. I appreciate that. Question number three. Connor Bedard secured to the Chicago Blackhawks, we would assume. How long before you think they make it back into the playoffs? Ooh. Um, well, the cupboards are pretty bare. I will say... Uh, what? So 24... I'll say 26. So is that his third, year. third season? I'm going to say it's four season, man. There's not much there. And, you know, I, I looked up their player pool of prospects. They've got some stuff coming, but that some stuff is not a ton of stuff. So I, I'm going to say he's going to burn through his entry-level contract. Question number four. So a lot of people wanted Connor Bedard to their team, but a lot of fan bases won't get them. Who are another prospect or two that you think will have a great NHL career taken later on? Probably going to embrace pronounce this name, but I'll go with Aquel Sandine Palika, uh, a defenseman. And I've seen this guy play before. Uh, I think it was the World Juniors, and uh, I like him. I think he really moves well. Right shot D, smart. So I'm going with Aquel. I'm going to go with Michkov. That guy is really good. And you know, you know why I think he's going to have a really good career? Because there's zero chance that he'll get rushed as a teenager because he's under contract. So he's going to play in the KHL. He's going to come over here in his early 20s, and he's going to have a solid career. Final question for you guys. Uh, Billy Joel, the piano man, celebrates his 74th birthday today. Who's your favorite pianist of all time? Well, there's many. I don't know if you how far you want to go back. You know, obviously there's some all time. great 
Well, Beethoven would be pretty hard to to uh, to get away from, but I, I'm going to go relatively new. Uh, well, not new, but modern day. Sir Elton John. Craig's? Well, there's lots of them that uh, you know I never got to experience, but I'm going to go with Jerry Lee Lewis. Ooh. I like that one, Greg's. Connor. I mean, you guys got the uh, the two modern day ones. I guess I could go with Billy Joel, pretty solid. Uh, but I'll go Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart. Mm. Ah. Hey, the other guy I was going to go with was Ray Charles or Little Richard. This guy's mm. killed it. Really good. Really oh, good kidding me? Oh. But, uh, hey, man, a good pianist can, can bring down the house, uh, no question about it. Just rocking on it. Oh, tickling the ivory, Struddy. It's great. Did you take piano lessons growing up, Greg's? My biggest regret of my life, Struddy, now that I'm an adult, is that I quit. Well, you say yes. you quit. Yeah, I played, uh, I took piano lessons. Uh, I had played a few piano recitals as a kid. Oh, wow. Um, but it, you know, looking back on it, yeah, I wish I would have followed. I quite liked it; it was fun. And, but no, um, that's it's never too late. It, I know. Trust me, it's the one thing I've actually been looking at it for a great uh, baby grand piano. A, I just like the look of them, and so I've got, I've, you know, I'm in a negotiation on where I can put it in the house. And once I win <laughs> that negotiation, which is, uh, well, which is coming. I, I, plus, I've been looking, so it's not really a negotiation. My wife's fine with it. I forget it. It's just I want to find the right one. So I have a, a piano expert on the lookout for me. So it's good. But you're really going through something, right? You got to – what's next, the car? Because you got the BM uh, – what is it called? The BMX Cobra Ninja Fighter bike. And now I mean, you're that's just childhood, buddy. The, the, hey, the, yeah. the, the lime green, that thing's unbelievable. Uh, it, you know what, though, Stratty? I barely ride it. That one's more, right. I just like to look at it, take it out, well, you know, for a cool tour. I'll tell you right now, though, the kids, that turns heads when I go to the, uh, to the bike park with the <laughs> green Kuhara and the I'm white sure tires. Like, I'm getting strutty. I'm like Cartman, except I'm not asking to respect my authority, but I'm getting lots of respect on the kids with the uh, the Kuhara. I took it to, because uh, my son did a little BMX uh, racing, and so I, I rode there one day uh, on the Kuhara, and whew, a lot of the young kids, they know, hey, Right, so, uh, hey, the people uh, keep people respect that. So, right? the, you know, the BMXers, they know, right? They're looking. I don't at think I'll get much buddy. respect. I don't think I'll get much respect in the pianist community until I learn how to play a few of the basic ones. So, the piano. Fun. I'd love on. to see you come over. Oh. I want to see you come over and, and play. I want to come over there and see you play. Sit well, down. You know what, Strutty? Yeah, you know what? I, just for you, Strutty. After like, I'll, I, I honestly like. I've I've looked into it. I've even looked at uh, at a piano teacher because you know you want to. You know, I I know the basics. I can still remember some of the basics, but I'd like a a piano teacher to you know speed up the uh, um, the resumption of my very brief piano playing career. That makes sense. Maybe you can, maybe you can sing, Strutty. Takes a while to warm it up, but I could take a run at it. <laughs> take a nice. run. All right. Struts, have yourself a wonderful Tuesday. We will see you tomorrow at the cabin. Looking forward to it. See you guys then. Let's get to the con man. Sports Center update brought to you by Edmonton Kubota and their subcompact tractor line. Has all the power and versatility to take on your toughest jobs. Get one now in the great orange color at EdmontonKubota.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? 
Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.